This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 460 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Equestrian Collections for the whole entire universe of equestrian shopping at your fingertips at a price you can afford. Visit equestriancollections.com. Well, howdy, everybody. This is Glenn the Geek from Lexington, Kentucky, back with you at Horse Tip Daily. Well, today we have back with us uh, someone that uh, we enjoy talking to so much here on the Horse Radio Network on our various shows, and that's Shauna Koresh. You know Shauna as the clicker training lady. She basically created the method called on-target training for horses way back when, and it's used by professionals and Olympic caliber riders as well as amateur riders. And it's a reward reinforcement training system that dramatically accelerates the training process for any breed or discipline by unlocking a horse's natural desire to perform. With results is an incredible bond between human and horse, and we've used this on our horses, and and we believe in the system. So that's why we have Shauna on here on a regular basis. She talks to us a little bit about training and other stuff, some practical stuff uh, around the barn as well. And Shauna is a regular on our Horses in the Morning show at HorsesInTheMorning.com. We're going to get Shauna on here in just a minute, but first I want to talk to you about equestrian collections. You're always buying stuff for you, your family, and your horse. Next time you go to buy something, hold off from ordering from that uh, place that you normally go to online. You know which one it is. And, you know, just check out Equestrian Collections first. Think, Glenn has told me to go to Equestrian Collections for a long time. It's about darn time I do it. So go there. Comparison Shop. See the selection they have, which is incredible selection of all different kinds of products. Stop by EquestrianCollections.com and check out their terrific prices. They have a closeout section that you can't believe, and you're going to want to check out up to 70% off all different kinds of stuff in there. So go to EquestrianCollections.com today, and before you order that next thing online, at least take a few minutes and stop by EquestrianCollections.com. And now to our friend, Shauna Koresh. Well, hi, Shauna, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Well, nice to be here, Glenn. You know, uh, you have a website, and you do a number of different things. And, of course, you're, you're all into social media now, too. Um, and on your website, we're going to have to talk about sometime, you have a blog, and you've been blogging regularly, and one of the things I saw on there was frozen carrot stew. We are going to have to talk about frozen carrot stew sometime because, you know, I'm a guy. I'm all about the food, and, and the horses are too. See, that's where, what we have in common. So we're going to, we're going to have, I don't know. Frozen carrot stew doesn't sound really yummy to me, but it might be something that's yummy to my horse. So we'll have to talk about that sometime too. Okay, that sounds perfect. All right, good. So how are we going to help people today? Well, today it's kind of a behavior tip because, I mean, the bottom line is I, I study behavior. And so it's, it's something for people to recognize in their horses and hopefully be able to change or modify or ch- see the behaviors changing. And basically, it, and this is just a little bit of a textbook lesson for a moment, but horses, we all actually, not just horses, <laughs> we're all learning through something called operant conditioning. And it means we're learning to operate on our environment, to get what we want, avoid what we don't want. Those are all big terms, but basically it means that if anything happens, it's happening for a reason. And I bring this up because I, as a horse trainer, I, if I see any behavior that my horse does increasing in frequency, 
It means something in the environment is serving to reinforce it. It's either they're getting something they want or they're avoiding something that they don't want. So as you see something starting to become a habit or increasing in your horse's environment, and sometimes it's stuff like pawing. And, and so then we go over, and as by and large, we have a tendency to go over and fuss at them, you know, about their pawing. And you'll notice that the, the pawing tends to get worse, not go away, because they're getting some sort of attention out of it. You know, even if it is that they're getting chided or, you know, corrected. But a lot of times you'll see it increase because they do, they're not standing alone in the cross ties. Somebody's over there fussing at them. So I think that's a really good example. So what you try, but it happens all over the place, you know, with bucking or, or refusing to go in, to be caught in the paddock or refusing to go in the trailer. But so if you see anything like that increase in frequency, realize that they are, they're getting something out of it or avoiding something they don't want to do. And then if we utilize something, if we utilize positive reinforcement, we can actually rebalance those scales that are starting to get more weight on the side of the thing we don't want to see. We can actually, by utilizing positive reinforcement for a correct behavior, we can get them doing something we do like to see. So, like, let's say the horse who won't be um, caught in the paddock, you know, out in the pasture, he is... Um, he, you know, um, and that's not brain surgery. He doesn't want to come in and go to work when he's out there eating with his friends. You know, that's, I mean, that's pretty much what we're doing is to bring him in away from his friends to come in and, and to be ridden. And so by going out there and utilizing something that's good for them or something that they, they put a value on, not that we do. You can just go out and teach them to do something like lift their legs or um, touch the target. And you create an opportunity that has positive reinforcement in it, an opportunity you like, and then you can walk away and and just leave them out there so they start to learn that it was a it's a good thing you know what i mean so then it makes it easier to catch them easier to want to come in so you're giving them something constructive to do as opposed to uh doing the incorrect behavior sometimes i went a little that's, off that sometimes <laughs> that's uh, more sometimes that's easier to figure out than other times though um, that is for sure so how do you figure it out how do you figure well, out what so you're saying that they're you know they're doing something because you know help me out here you're they're they're doing something <laughs> I, I lost my train because of they're they're um they're trying to either get something they want or avoid right. something they don't want right so like the horse in the cross ties who is pawing and he's thinking i don't want to just be standing here alone in the cross ties i want you to come here I mean, even if you come over and, and, and this is kind of was an example that was kind of got carried away, but the, the gal who was the groom for this fancy massage horse, she would correct him when he would fall in the cross ties and he was, it was getting worse and he just didn't want to be left alone in the cross ties. So she would come over and then kind of smack him with a riding stick, you know, to correct him. And it was still increasing in frequency. And so her behavior is escalating. His behavior is still escalating. He's, you know, I'm sure he's thinking, ow, 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 but at least you're here. It was better for him to have her with him than standing by, by himself. Now, in our perception, we look at that and go, no, that's, that's a bad thing. You know, what I'm doing is a bad thing. It's a correcting thing. But in his eyes, if the behavior is increasing in frequency, something he, he's getting something out of it, and I think it was his presence. So how we corrected that then is I said, okay, when he paused, ignore him and only go to him when he's standing quietly. So we used something, we, we, we corrected or by utilizing or, or drawing attention to a constructive good behavior, which is standing quietly in the cross ties. 
Does that make sense? That makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. And so it's not always easy to see. I got to say, and there's and there's a million situation where it, where it goes on. But if you can at least go, okay, behavior's increasing in frequency. Something's going on here. <laughs> that sometimes, or sometimes, ask somebody else what it might be. But sometimes you can see what it is. Sometimes we can't, and we just have to rebalance that behavior, not really knowing that information. But if you see it increasing in frequency, it means something is serving to reinforce it. It's interesting. You you used the term early on, uh, like to expand upon that a little bit, operant condi- uh, conditioning. And by the way, mm-hmm. everybody, that's spelled O-P-E-R-A-N-T. Uh, we learned that, and I used to teach sales for a lot of years, and it, it, there was a direct correlation with, with some of the things we used to do in sales. And if I remember right, we always had four contexts of operant condition. Now we're going to get deep here. We had uh, <laughs> positive reinforcement, which was what you're talking about. You had negative reinforcement, which doesn't mean you beat them over the head. It basically means you're just taking away as opposed right. to giving something. Um, positive punishment, uh, which, which also occurred – how to explain positive punishment uh, – it, it follows a stimulus, such as introducing a loud noise or something like that, and then there was negative punishment. So those four things. Now, I'm not, we, we are not big proponents of positive or negative punishment, uh, but rather of positive or negative reinforcement. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I remember those. We used to tie those into sales and, and the levels of learning in sales as well. So that, that's where I became familiar with operant uh, conditioning. Um, and I... And it's, it's something that we're, we all learn that way, you know, and we're utilizing it every day. Our horses are utilizing it every day. So the more we can kind of become aware of these principles, and by the way, they're proven principles that we're talking right. about. You know, yeah. these aren't theories. And, and so the more we become aware of it, the better we can become as trainers and, and recognizing what we're applying and what we choose to apply. And I find that, you know, some horses, because traditional horse training falls into – the, the negative reinforcement category, meaning we remove something that, that reinforces the horse. And people get a real bad idea about that, but it is not punishment. And I use it all the time. It's a great, great learning tool. But it is, um, but again, I focus on the positive reinforcement because that's what we did at SeaWorld. But it's kind of trying to find the balance. You know, all the horses as individuals, some respond so much better with one or the other. It's just, it's a balance. So, so yeah, it's good to, to be aware of that. And thanks for kind of talking about that a little bit. Well, you know, and, and there were two other terms that were used back then too, and, and that's shaping and chaining. Um, and, and, uh, I don't know, I don't, we're going to be going way deep if we go into shaping and chaining, I think. But, but it was something that we did. And, and basically, chaining is putting a whole bunch of individual responses together to form a, a sequence. Uh, right. Of ha- and what we did with chaining was we taught habits. In other words, you did a number of things every day and they became a habit. They, and we wanted them done in a certain sequence in the sales process. So that's where, where chaining came in. Um, but boy, boy, you're bringing back memories now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think it's a little daunting for some people. I think it seems kind of overwhelming and, and intimidating, but it is already in, in, a, in, in effect. And, and because, like at SeaWorld, we would study this, and it was all in textbook terms, which were just so gobbledygooped. So basically, my goal has always been to take it out of the textbook terms and put it into layman terms. You know, because it's, it's already working and doing and we're using it, if the more we can understand and use it in user-friendly terms and make it so much less mystifying and not get hung up in it, you know, but just think, how does this apply practically to my horse loading in a trailer, you know, per se? 
Well, then I'll do one more just because this is so much fun. And the <laughs> other one I remember that we used to call extinction. I don't know if they still call it yes. extinction. Do they? And that's the one I remember the example being the rat who, who the rat keeps pushing on a lever to get a piece of food and keeps pushing on the lever. He figures out, you know, he keeps pushing on that lever. He's going to get uh, a food. He does that several times. And then he pushes on the lever again and no more food ever comes out. Well, the rat soon learns that. I'm going to stop pushing on the lever because nothing would happen. Um, right. And that's sort of the extinction method where, where you reinforce it for a certain period of time and then you take it away. Well, they soon learn that they're not going to get anything for that anymore. Um, and they actually go through something called an extinction burst. Before they quit, the criteria, they get almost manic about it. You know what I mean? Like they lever, 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 until they finally go, okay, now I quit. So it, it kind of accelerates through that process, and then and then it goes away. Was that the same way with the mammals? If you if if you used extinction yes. on them at SeaWorld, it would happen the same way. They would get manic about it. Yes, and it's, it's same with the horses. You know, like a horse who it's worked to to buck people off. You know, let's say that sometimes when it's not working, like it, the reinforcement usually happened by now, and if they get somebody on who they can't get off, sometimes they give up quicker, but sometimes they just they try even harder. They just lose they, it, yeah. Yeah, because they're thinking this has always worked, and now it's not working, you know, so they, they're raising their own criteria. But it's, you know, it's just part of the, the learning process. So I don't use extinction as a, a a planned method, but sometimes it's already created and you need to kind of let it go away. Instead, I like to use something, it technically is called a differential reinforcement of an incompatible behavior. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there you teaching, go. <laughs> teaching them to do something that they can't do the same. Like a horse who is in the stall and turns to kick you, you know, when you're in the stall. And then if you have a target, you make it more reinforcing. He can't touch the target in your hand and turn to kick you all at the same time. So he has to make a choice. Which one am I going to do? So if I can, I try and make it very clear, come over here and do this behavior. Um, so I give them something. I make it more reinforcing to do the constructive behavior, the thing that will help set us up for success. And then we're not going to get into avoidance learning either. We'll, we'll, we'll do that a different time. <laughs> so, all right. This has been fun. What great fun. And as I said, yeah. I did bring back memories, things I haven't thought about in years. It, it, and, you know, it must be so much fun for you, and we'll end on this, because it, it is always more fun to be a teacher. You know, I got pretty good at sales for a lot of years and made a lot of money doing it. And then when I, got, when I went into sales training, I realized you don't realize how much you do know until you start yeah. to teach other people. And, and, then, and then you become so much better by being a teacher than you ever were on your own. It, it, it is totally true. And then you kind of, I also find, though, that I never stop learning either. You know, sometimes you go, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Or, you know, somebody just wrote me a letter the other day and said, oh, I thought maybe this or this or this. And you're like, yes, that is so good. You know, I just love that. It's, I love the, the, the teaching. It's really awesome to see. It is fun. It is fun. All right. So they can find out more about you at AskShauna.com. And also, uh, if they want to listen to past tips that we have done together, we've done a number of them now, then go to Horse Tip Daily. And on the left-hand side, you'll find a drop-down menu with all of the experts listed there. Just look up Shauna, and you can find all of her tips in a row. You can go back and listen to them all at once if you like. And you could probably, if you were clever enough, cut me out, leave her in, and then you'll have a whole bunch of good tips right in a row. (laughs) Thank you, Shauna. Thank you, Glenn. 
Well, we hope that didn't bore you too much. I hope you found something interesting in that uh, conversation. And as we said, you can find Shauna and all her contact information at horsetipdaily.com. And don't forget to listen to Horses in the Morning every morning, 9 a.m., Monday through Friday. It's becoming a very popular show. We have a lot of fun over there with Jamie Jennings and my wife, Jennifer H. And tomorrow we're going to be uh, making a little announcement here on Horse Tip Daily that I think you're going to want to hear. And uh, we're going to be welcoming a new member to the Horse Tip Daily team, and I'm going to be happy to talk to you about that tomorrow. So tune back in here again tomorrow. That's it, everybody. Have a safe day. Wear your helmet and get a ride in today. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.